time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we buy shit we don't need. Ideas are grateful. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show, we gave a dose of exogenous ketones, 10 grams, and basically looked 30 minutes afterwards and drastic improvements. It was like the equivalent of someone who didn't have Parkinson's, like the normality of it, and they were hitting their targets. And we actually saw in, in this individual, like the case study we did, his tremors like stopped. This episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show is brought to you by Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products, CBD standing for cannabidiol. Now, we are real excited about this partnership because Veritas means truth in Latin, and we are big believers in bringing you guys the truth, not just through this podcast, but by making sure that any products that we share or that we bring on as sponsors are products that we personally use, believe in, and endorse ourselves. And that is the case with Veritas Farms and their full line of CBD products. The reason that they're so great, they are full spectrum hemp products, meaning that they have all of the beneficial phytonutrients that you get in a quality CBD product. 99% of the CBD products on the market are CBD isolate, and they're just being resold, meaning they're coming from a few small manufacturers. They've only got one tiny part of all of the important phytonutrients that you need to get the benefits you want from a CBD product, and they're just a bunch of different companies reselling them. Veritas Farms is vertically integrating, meaning they own the farm. They ensure that there are no pesticides being added. It's organic, and then they control the entire process from harvesting to extraction until that product ends up at your door. That's what I love it. It's kind of like farm to table, but for CBD. And the benefits that I've noticed, my sleep is better. I feel like I get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. I'm less stressed. I never have periods of anxiety. I feel calm and focused throughout the day. And it even decreases inflammation when I have flights or other things where inflammation is an inevitable part of life. You take a little extra CBD and it can be very helpful for stress, anxiety, sleep, and that inflammation. So if you guys want to check it out, we've arranged a 15% discount for you guys. To get that, you can go to theveritasfarms.com forward slash biohacks. I'll spell it out. T-H-E-V-E-R-I-T-A-S-F-A-R-M-S.com forward slash B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S to save 15%. Check out the Veritas Farms CBD. You guys are going to absolutely love it. Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. Hey guys, Anthony here, and I just wanted to give you a big biohack thank you for listening. I'm so humbled and grateful that you're spending some of your day with me and the Biohacking Secrets Show. And if you get any value from this episode, or you've gotten value from previous episodes, it would mean the world if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends, family members, and coworkers on social media. That way we can continue to spread this information and positively impact as many lives as possible. And it's also how our podcast gets discovered by more people. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show. 
Dr. Ryan Lowry. Welcome to the show. Thanks, man. I'm excited to be on. I'm pumped to have you on as well. For those of you guys listening, Dr. Ryan Lowry, PhD, he got his BS and MS in exercise physiology and exercise and nutrition science from the University of Tampa. He's the co-founder of the ASPI, which stands for Athletic Sports Performance Institute. Applied Science and Performance Institute. <laughs> Applied Science Both and up. Performance Institute. Wow, was I off. Samsonite. <laughs> Ketogenic.com. And he's also author of the Ketogenic Bible. Co-author with Dr. Jacob Wilson. I want to make sure we don't leave out Dr. Jacob Wilson there. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Good. Excited to be on. I'm excited to talk about ketones, exogenous ketones, the ketogenic diet, all sorts of new applications, things you're seeing in the lab that people don't know about yet. I want all the dirt. <laughs> all the inside scoop. Yeah, nice. I guess first off, are you, are you taking exogenous ketones? I do. Um, I, I use them as a tool. And I think that's, that's one of the overarching themes that you'll hear me talk about whenever I talk about exogenous ketones is I use them as a tool, not a crutch, so to speak. What would be an example of using them as a crutch? People that say, I'm just going to drink exogenous ketones and go to McDonald's and I'm just in ketosis. So I'm going to just like burn fat all day long. Like that's, that's not what they're used for. And that's not what they do. Calories don't count if you're in ketosis. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they're a tool. They're not a complete replacement for like, Hey, I don't need to do eat. I can eat whatever the hell I want. I just, I just can drink ketones. That's, that's not what they're used for. Are you taking the ketone salts or the ketone esters? I've tried both. Um, depending upon what I'm doing, like I only use the ketone ester when I'm doing something like extreme, extreme. They taste like, the way I explain it to people, I was just at a conference talking about this. The ketone ester tastes like your great, great, great grandfather's gin that he got from his great, great grandfather. Like it is, so, it is, it's literally alcohol. It's, Being drank out of a leather boot. <laughs> exactly, man. It's brutal to drink, but, um, I just, so like daily, I, I kind of utilize the ketone salts. Okay. Nice. And for, for someone listening who isn't familiar with what ketosis is or what ketones are, Give us a, a, a brief overview so that, you know, the nerds are still, are still with the conversation, but maybe the people who are just dipping their toes into the deep end of the nerd pool, um, maybe you can get them up to speed. For sure. Um, and so a ketogenic diet and there's a ketogenic diet. And when you're on a ketogenic diet, your body's producing what we call endogenous, endo meaning inside, uh, endogenous ketones. When you're supplementing, it's called exogenous. That's what we're talking about, exogenous ketones right now. And that's basically like supplemental form. And so that's basically what uh, exogenous ketones are. They're delivered via supplementation. And uh, that's, that's the delivery form. It can happen in ketone salts. It can happen in ketone esters. Um, that's really the two forms that exogenous ketones are delivered right now. All right, nice. So what are we seeing in the scientific literature in terms of the benefits, or we'll say the most exciting benefits of exogenous ketones? 
Yeah, and this is this is where it's tough because there's very limited data at this point. And most of the data really has been done looking at like cycling performance, like for performance athletes. That's really where the data has gone and showing increases and improvements in, in like cycling performance and fatigue. Uh, there's a huge therapeutic application and there's a lot of research. I'm more concerned or I'm more interested actually in the, in the benefits of brain function, neurological function, overcoming some of these deficits that we see in things like dementia and Alzheimer's and traumatic brain injury. That's where I'm super interested to see these applications come because we, we know with the research that's out there that MCTs are beneficial, but ultimately MCTs get converted over into ketones. So we really need to take that next level and go, what happens if we deliver an exogenous source of ketones to someone with some of these conditions? And I had just heard from Frank over at Ketone Aid that you should not take caprylic acid, brain octane, MCT oil, along with exogenous ketones because it could, because that those exogenous ketones, a lot of them are processed through the liver and recycled. And if you do a whole bunch of fat, that could slow down the liver processing of those ketones and you wouldn't get as much recycling taking place. Is that true? Did I just totally butcher the science? No, it's, it's, it's an interesting perspective. I, I don't know. I don't think that would be the case necessarily because the way that when you deliver ketones, uh, into your, into your system via drinking them, uh, they don't need anything to be broken down. They like, they do get processed. Um, but the, there's no mechanism by which they need to be broken down even, even further. Whereas like MCTs, they still need to go through the Krebs cycle and then ultimately, uh, they produce ketones. So I don't know, there may be some inhibition there, but, uh, but, Actually, Dominic D'Agostino uh, actually saw there was like a benefit when you combined both MCTs and BHB, but there's there's limited, limited data on it. Yeah. And so I'm I'm going to be having a conversation with Frank about this. He was he was pretty adamant that an important distinction and I don't know. So I'm the parrot here <laughs> just, to, just to be transparent. But he said that there's a very important distinction that needs to be made where if we're talking ketone esters, it is bad to mix with MCT oil or C8 caprylic acid brain octane. Whereas if you are doing ketone salts, which many times is what Dom is referring to, then you can mix it. These are his words, not mine. I have not vetted the science, but for those of you guys doing exogenous ketones and MCT oil, definitely something to look into and stay tuned for us sorting this out and getting down. Well, that's a, to the that's an interesting point. Um, and one of the art, one of the possibilities that I would say, and I don't know, uh, if he'll bring this up, but based on the literature that's out there, when you drink a ketone ester, which again, it's like taking a shot with your buddies, but 10 times worse. Um, it's, it's, it's just like, it's, it's, it's semi rough to take down when you, when you do that, your ketones spike very, very high. I've seen people spike upwards of 3.5, 4, 4.5 millimoles at that level in the research. We do see that you secrete some ins insulin. 
So that may be the reason why it's not beneficial is because you never want insulin and MCTs to be elevated at the same time. Whereas ketones, uh, ketone salts, you don't get as high of a spike. So you're not really triggering that insulin response. So that, that might be the difference as well. Yes. And, and I can comment that this morning I was doing black coffee with, well, there's a pinch of stevia in there, but I had some brain octane in the coffee and I was sipping 10 milligrams of ketone esters periodically throughout the morning while I was working along with some other things. But nonetheless, aside from 2.5 trips to the bathroom, I felt fantastic. <laughs> I felt like I just drank some lightning in a bottle. I couldn't, I couldn't stop my hand from getting ideas down fast enough. So, you know, those, those of you guys who are close to the bathroom and it's not that big of an inconvenience, my brain felt great. <laughs> now, do you typically consume brain octane or, or like CA or is it just, I've gone through periods doing it. I think my cognition is better when I do. Got it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Nice. Tell me about the ketogenic Bible. Why did you write it? What's it about? Yeah. So that was really just a passion project for us. Like we got people reached out, the publisher reached out and was like, Hey, listen, we think this keto thing is going to be big. And I'm like, yeah, we've been researching it for four years um, already, but they're like, we think it's going to be big. And right now there's all these cookbooks, all these things that are coming out, which are great, but there's no real research, a resource that has a bunch of research and authoritative source. And we're like, well, that's what we do. Like if we're going to undertake this, I told him, I literally want to start with digging into the history all the way to like exogenous ketone supplementation, which is the most recent. So it really was a passion project for, my, for us to dig into that research, not only from the history to basics of fat and carbohydrates to like, no, let's talk about Alzheimer's and schizophrenia and autism and Parkinson's and cancer and like really dive into all the potential applications and open up people's minds. My dad, who gets a lot of airtime on the Biohacking Secret Show podcast, <laughs> shout out to Gene DiClemente. He has <laughs> Parkinson's and we've noticed he does much better when he's eating a ketogenic diet. And conversely, when he decides to get himself some organic granola and have that for breakfast, not so bueno. Mm. Do you have rest? So for someone like my dad, who's a, a big part of it is he doesn't like know what a keto meal is or something like that, or like, what are good examples? Do you guys in the ketogenic Bible, do you guys give examples of like keto breakfasts? Be like, here's some keto breakfast ideas. Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff in there that's like, hey, here's a beginner's guide. We have a ton of recipes on ketogenic.com that are like literally broken into breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, um, where people nice. can just go to and, and, and grab those. But yeah, I think that's the biggest part is how do you make it something that's sustainable? I'm this like my parents as well. Like my mom has Crohn's and she's got an Italian background and it's like, well, heck, how, how, how the hell do I get her from eating pasta to eating like palmini or shirataki noodles. Like that was a transition. <laughs> yeah, dodge some butcher knives probably. Right. <laughs> oh, it's easy, mom. Just start eating, just, just, just stop eating pizza, pasta, <laughs> breads, cookies, desserts. It's easy. Exactly. <laughs> Question for you. With Get out your, of my house. <laughs> with your dad, have you ever tried exogenous ketone supplementation? Yes, but we've done, he, he did way better with, I had him on the, the prove it ketones. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And that's, if you guys wanted to check those out, I believe it's biohacks.pruvitnow.com. We had them using those for a while. I use those for a long time along with their, their max version. And I liked it, especially the one with the caffeine, right? Like we know there's a mix of things happening there, but at the same time, if I just took that, that many milligrams of caffeine, which is like, I think it's like a hundred or something. I wouldn't feel the same as I feel taking the caffeine and the beta hydroxybutyrate ketone salts. Um, and we have not done the esters with him though, but that's in the works. So, uh, Frank from ketone aid, he's big on, he wants to pioneer a lot of Parkinson's research. And, um, even if they're, you know, volunteer, trials and experiments and, and documentation. So we're going to get some video, some before video, and then integrate around 10 milligrams a day of the, the ketone esters and maybe go more, but starting very small to assess tolerance and, and see how it goes. Cause I think you mentioned, um, Dr. Veach and, and Bill Curtis, they're doing some research in this area, right? Yeah, they are. Um, and Dr. Veach published some of the original research in like animal models of like animal models that mimic Parkinson's. Um, it, and so, what's Dr. Veach's first name? Richard. Richard Veach and, and Bill Curtis, right? For people yep. that want to look it up. Yep. And Richard Veach has Parkinson's, right? Uh, Bill has Parkinson's. Bill has Parkinson's. Okay, perfect. I'm sorry. Continued. That's no, yeah, everyone's up to speed. Um, but Dr. Veach, to put it in perspective, Dr. Veach is like the godfather of ketone esters. Like he's the one who really, uh, and he's associated, he's, uh, associated with Frank, uh, actually they're related like through their family tree. Um, so, uh, Dr. Veach, literally his mentor was Hans Kreb the guy who came up with the Krebs cycle. Um, so like, it's, so like <laughs> it's pretty cool, like to be able to do that. But like he was studying ketone esters, like back in the early nineties, um, like early on looking at uptake in the heart. But the reason I mentioned that, and the reason I asked about your dad is we actually like are st just started. We have a couple case studies. Uh, now they're not, they're not fully published yet. We're finished writing them up, but people who utilized, uh, exogenous ketone salts, um, who had Parkinson's people who were literally came in with tremors and at ASPI, the applied science and performance Institute, we basically have technology that can do a whole bunch of different measures. And one of the measures is like eye tracking capability. So literally high speed cameras that can measure your eye movement. And things that like, when you look at someone with Parkinson's, it's not like their eyes are bouncing around all the time, but like they really are. Um, if you take a deep dive into like looking at these high speed cameras and have them track. So to put it in perspective, like someone with Parkinson's, if they're trying to track two targets at, at the end of each screen, one on the left, one on the right, and you just tell them, Hey, for 30 seconds, track just, just with your eyes back and forth you'll see like a figure eight pattern. Like it's all messy. They might miss the targets. They might go halfway and go back because their eyes are, are fluctuating so much. We gave a dose of exogenous ketones, 10 grams, and basically look 30 minutes afterwards and drastic improvements. It was like the equivalent of someone who didn't have Parkinson's, like the normality of it. And they were hitting their targets. And we actually saw in, in this individual, like the case study we did, his tremors like stopped um, for that period that his ketones were elevated. 
How long did the tremors stop for? It lasted for about two to anywhere between two and four hours. And so we dosed him probably like, and then we, we put him on a long uh, protocol where we started implementing a ketogenic diet and we had him dosing three times a day with that dosage. And he felt what was, what was the dosage? It was 10, I believe we used 10 grams uh, of the same salts that are in the prove it formula. Okay. So 10 grams and this is of the salts. Okay. Yep, this is salt. Have, have you guys, have you guys messed around with the esters at all in, in a Parkinson's or neurodegenerative application? We haven't yet, but like, that's the work that like, I know Frank and Dr. Beach are doing is they're, they're looking at the ester and seeing if that's, that's even better. That's, that's what Bill Curtis has been using, right? Right. Right. And I've, and I've heard he can go from, because of his Parkinson's, he can go from staring at a TV screen sort of vacant to writing thesis papers from a small dose of ketone esters. Right. Which is, there is no panacea. There's, you know, one, one thing fixes everything. But if we stack enough of these type of things that are able to overcome some of these metabolic and mitochondrial shortfalls in like energy production, like right. it, it appears ketones can, we stack that with detoxification strategies. We get the metals out of the body and the pesticides and the glyphosate and all that bullshit, Right. right? We start turning their cells back on. We start integrating some acute stressors that don't exceed their ability to recover, but make them a little bit stronger. You stack enough of these things. And I would, I, I, I truly believe that we will see a reversal in neurodegenerative conditions, um, starting with the ones that, you know, from least severe to most severe. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I think, um, like the amount of the rate at which we're climbing in neurodegenerative diseases, like things like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, traumatic brain injury, like the rate at which those rates are climbing is alarming. And a lot of it, I thoroughly believe can be preventative, um, with some of the strategies, like the strategies you just talked about, like dialing in nutrition, staying, staying with exercise, avoiding a lot of the nonsense and the chemicals and all the aspects that are literally just toxins to the brain. Um, doing like a combination approach, I think we can hopefully, uh, decrease those numbers and send them in the, in the other direction. Yeah. Before we sort of go into other, other hacks for, uh, generating endogenous ketones and, and maybe ways to utilize exogenous ketones. What are a few of your go-to ketogenic meals that you eat the most frequently? It's a good question. I'm, I'm pretty, I do the same thing roughly every week. I travel a lot. So it's, it varies when I travel, but I typically do like some intermittent fasting, um, throughout the week. It's just easier for me. Similar to you. Like I'm, I need, I'm more like, how can I optimize my brain? Uh, feel, and then I feel my body in like performance secondary. Like that's, that's kind of the, the focus. And so I, some, some mornings I'll start with like coffee and I'll throw some MCTs in it for lunch. Uh, I typically either have like a huge fat shake with like MCTs, protein, unsweetened almond milk, or I'll have like a Cobb salad. Um, what type of protein do you use in there? Whey. I do. Whey. I use whey. Right. Um, nice. what's, and, your ba- what's your base? You said almond milk? It's unsweetened almond milk. Okay. Um, whey. MCT powder. Sometimes I'll throw in like some collagen. 
peptides and um and a bunch of ice to make like a huge shake out of it what's your take on the collagen peptides you know i don't i don't know yet uh i take them more for like joint recovery i'm i'm not interested in like the hair aspect of it yet um but I, I think there's enough data if it's a, if it's the right type, if it's like type two versus type one, if it's the right type of, of collagen, I think there can be a benefit if it's at the appropriate dose. Do you have certain supplements that you feel a difference when you're taking them? Exogenous ketones are definitely one of them. Uh, they're probably the top, uh, of my list. Um, other How do you dose it? Do you do 10, do you do 10 grams? I do like, I use the packets of prove it. Um, so I use the packets of prove it. I usually probably do two a day. I'm very sensitive with caffeine. So like this morning I did a leg workout. So I used the caffeinated version. Um, so I like, I, leg, I use it when I'm like, day. yeah, leg day. I those, always for those of you guys listening, it is a Wednesday <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and we're recording this. <laughs> So I, I definitely, I definitely dose with caffeine and in the afternoon. Like I, uh, do non-caffeinated just kind of like to like, even if I'm pushing the fasting window or if I'm kind of in between lunch and dinner sort of thing, that's kind of how I use it. Yeah. I've noticed when I'm more lenient with caffeine after say noon, I don't feel a difference when I'm going to bed, but my sleep scores show a difference. Right. There's more of those like, you know, where you like wake up to like in the middle of the night, you're like, like last night happened to me, happened to me last night. I ate too damn close to bed. And then I woke up and like, I kept getting ideas, but at the same time, it was a little annoying because it was like in the middle of the night, you know, and I woke up because I ate too close to bed or like I, it happens if I booze, the same thing. And if I drink caffeine a little bit too late, my sleep is lighter. You know, I know it's the same exact, I I'm very dialed in with sleep and like tracking it and everything like that. Like the same thing, if I eat too late or if I have like four glasses of wine or drink or do something and I'm like, uh, I, I might be like, Oh, I, I got seven hours of sleep or six hours of sleep. But like the quality of it absolutely sucks. Yep. What, what, what's the biggest challenge you think most people or the biggest mistake most people make with when it comes to ketones or the ketogenic diet? When it comes to ketones, I think the biggest mistake they make is like, Oh, I'm just going to drink this with a big Mac. Like I, like, I think that's probably like, it's not something that is just, let me drink this on top or with a, a meal that's terrible. Like it's probably like there is some data showing ketones can increase insulin sensitivity. So there may be some benefit in that regard, but it's using them strategically as, as a tool, um, on the ketogenic, there's no, there's no reason to do that. Right. right. (laughs) Like there, I I just, ketones like use them to what extend your fast, right? Are there other applications? Increase performance, pre-workout, pre-workout. There's There's no reason to have it with a Big Mac. Dispel this notion immediately. Might as well get the diet coke. Diet coke. That's the typical. Like, oh, I got a Big Mac and a diet coke. I bet you'd crush like a Spartan race or something, though. (laughs) Just abused your metabolic pathways and dumped a whole bunch of ketones and sugar in a bunch of glucose. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good, man. That'd be good. Um, 
No, but, and then on the ketogenic diet, I think the biggest mistake people make, um, is a not like, I think some people, I think it's on both extremes. People still overeat. Like you can gain fat on a ketogenic diet, believe it or not. Like as much as people don't want to tell you, Oh, you can gain fat. Like, yeah. If you're eating 5,000 calories and all you're eating is fat bombs every, every meal, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably not going to be good. Um, but I do see a lot of people under eating. Uh, and that's one of the things, especially I, I get a lot of uh, stuff on it, on Instagram and Facebook from people who are like, Hey, my hair's falling out, particularly females. Hey, I'm, I'm slowly like, dying. Uh, yeah, well, their hair's falling out. And they're like, I was like, Oh, cool. Like, um, I was like, what are you eating? Like, what's your, what's your meal frequency? They're like, Oh, I'm doing OMAD. And like, I had like half of half a thing of salmon today. I'm like, so you had 15 grams of protein. That's why your hair is falling out. Like that's a protein deficiency. Like all, the entire day you've only eaten 15 grams of protein and you do that every single day. Like that's, that's going to result in your hair falling out. So guys hanging out when, uh, when Ryan said, Oh my, he's talking about one meal a day. So Ryan, basically this person, they'd, they'd gone to one meal a day, but they didn't increase their, their food quantity. Right. They're eating the equivalent of like one meal and starving themselves with what, yeah. like raw, raw willpower and exogenous ketones. Well, I think a lot of it, people, I, this is a whole, like one of the biggest benefits of a ketogenic diet itself is I tell people this, I think it can put, it puts appetite back in your control. I think we're so, we're so on the other end of the spectrum where people are so controlled by food and we have like the, Oh, there's a bar in my cabinet. So I'm going to go eat that. Or, Oh, there's some candy and some sweetest fish over there. Like I'm going to go have four handfuls and people are just controlled by food. And I think being in a state of ketosis kind of helps put that back in your control. So I think what happens is a lot of times people aren't used to this, like, wow, like, I'm not really that hungry. And they're like, let me see how far I can push this. And then eventually their body gets in this set point and they're only eating one meal a day and they're just keeping it small. Yeah. I think that a lot of us are, our brain chemistry is jacked up. We've got infections like candida or small intestinal bacterial overgrowth or general gut dysbiosis or parasites that are making cravings worse We've got so much stress in our life coming from our relationships, finances, EMFs, toxins in our environment. Our cortisol is higher than it's ever been. And a bunch of, you know, our body's becoming insensitive to a bunch of our hormones. It's like this perfect storm that's happening where it's, it's no wonder why diet and exercise isn't really cutting it, at least in terms of fat loss. Uh, anymore. It's like we, we need to have a better skill set and we need to be looking at all of these areas that impact metabolism, including the ones that are invisible to the naked eye. Right. I 100% agree. I think it's a combination approach is ultimately what's going to be the best. And it's understanding where you're at. And like, I think for some people, they go in and they get overwhelmed of like, damn, I need to get blue light blocking glasses and EMF blockers. And I got to eat keto. I got to eat 90% fat and they like go hard. I got to eat one meal a day and I got to, I got to exercise seven days a week. It's like, no, like, like start taking steps to progress and like make, like make steps every single week, every month, every year to like, make sure you're on track for addressing your health. Nice. Okay. So we're sold. We're going to pick up a copy of the ketogenic Bible. 
at ketogenic.com for those of us listening, do you have another nugget, another practical application or piece of science from the ketogenic Bible that, that we can use to improve our performance, quality of life, all that body, body composition? Yeah, I think uh, one of the things we talk about in there is we actually the biggest challenge for most people is, oh, this keto flu thing. All right. Like if I'm just going to get started, I need some time to adapt. And the thing to understand, I, I always preface people. This is you might be, you have been eating a certain way. If you're just starting this 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, like your body has been primarily reliant on carbohydrates because you've been carbohydrate based. You've been eating candy and sugar and breads and grains and all these different things. Don't think that your body's miraculously going to adapt in 24 hours. Like, don't think it's going to completely change its fuel source from primarily running on carbohydrates for 40 years and then 24 hours change to running on fat and ketones as its fuel source. It's going to take some time. The question becomes, one, what do you do throughout that time? And two, how do you accelerate that process? And one how of the much things- time are we talking Right. Like how, how long does it take? For someone Um, who's deconditioned, what would you tell them to mentally prepare for, to make that transition? I would say like how long you're saying? Yeah. I would say most people overcome it within seven to 14 days is they overcome a lot of the aspects of the keto, especially if you, if you dial in like, hey, I need to I need to understand that I need to increase my electrolyte intake. I need to increase my electrolyte intake because when insulin is low, I'm excreting out a lot more sodium. So yeah, I might be having three to five grams of sodium per day, even though the guidelines tell me to have under one. Like I'm gonna increase my amount because my insulin's so low. Understanding those principles kind of help that process. Nice. That makes a lot of sense. So before we dive into the rapid fire round, let's take a quick second to check out these awesome biohacks from our sponsors. This episode is also brought to you by Buy Optimizers and the Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package. So if any of you guys are dealing with suboptimal digestion, characterized by gas, bloating, your stomach feeling distended or like it's sticking out after certain meals, if you get sluggish, if you deal with constipation or diarrhea, you're going to want to pay attention because it usually comes down to one of three things being off. The first is low stomach acid production, the second is low enzyme production, and the third is gut distension dysbiosis, meaning you have too many of the quote unquote bad bugs in your gut and not enough of the good ones. And the Bioptimizers Biohacking Secrets Upgraded Digestion Package addresses all of these root causes of suboptimal digestion. It's the best value you could possibly get if you're looking to take 30 days and turn your digestion completely around. And you can get that for just 177 bucks. It's usually 270 bucks by going to buyoptimizers.com forward slash biohacks. That's B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash B I O H A C K S to check out the exclusive biohacking secrets upgraded digestion package for just 177 bucks today. And we are back hanging out with Dr. Ryan Lowry. Ryan, you ready for the rapid fire round? Let's roll. All right. What movie book or podcast episode changed your life? Uh, how to win friends and influence people. It's probably one of my favorite books of all time. That's a good one. I've read that. I've read that twice. Very, very (laughs) good. Um, 
what's one product you can't live without besides your phone and computer and like, you know, the internet. Probably exogenous ketones are a big part of what I utilize. I'm not going to like for, for everyday functioning, as far as like a nutritional supplement, um, they're probably one of my go-tos for sure. I've, I've felt a massive difference these past two days, taking the, the ketone esters and just sipping those throughout my work morning. Yeah, that's a good answer. What's what blood tests or labs do you like recommend people get most often? Uh, definitely a full safety panel. I think everyone, I think that's key. I always like to look at CRP, uh, A1C. I think A1C is a better marker because it's over several months versus like a direct impact of like insulin function, pancreatic function, um, fasting insulin, fasting glucose, triglycerides. And then I think total cholesterol is one of the dumbest things that people can measure. I think you need to do an NMR lipoprotein low uh, profile test where you're literally getting the entire spectrum, where you're literally getting a deeper dive into VLDL, all different particle sizes and everything. It, it's a lot, it's, it's a, it's a lot of, it's expensive, but, uh, I think it's important to look at. Yeah, it, it is. I totally agree. And Life Extension offers a lot of these tests and you can get them from their website. You can have it drawn at any like Quest Diagnostics or draw facility. There's probably two or three within 10 minutes of, of just about all of us hanging out here talking and listening. Um, so if that's something you guys want to do and you want to pick up some of these tests that Ryan's recommending, you can go to Life Extension and they got their annual blood super sale somewhere around like May. Um, so cool. What's like the first... 45 minutes of your day look like? Uh, I wake up, immediately start with gratitude. Uh, it's the first thing I do before I, my, my feet even touch the ground, um, is I kind of have, I have a written gratitude journal, but I have one on my phone as well. And I enter in three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm looking forward to today and an I am statement. Um, and then I like have my morning routine. I literally have it planned out on, on my phone where I, I use this app called elevate, um, which is like these brain games kind of just like random, they're like math and memory and stuff like that. Is that better than luminosity? I like it better than luminosity. Um, it's, it's, cheaper i believe but it's also like fun they gamify it like really really cool i know luminosity does as well but like this one's kind of like switches it up and makes i get like, bored doing luminosity yeah i get i get like mad at myself <laughs> like <laughs> why did i miss that one yeah. uh, can't beat then, your own score <laughs> and then right now one of the things i'm working on is learning spanish so i have two different apps for that duolingo and um the other one is Babbel. Um, so I'm trying to learn Spanish. That's, uh, that's it. And that's all before I even get out of bed. Like those are all things I do like first thing, first thing in the morning. And then I, uh, get up and really just start cranking on the computer and then take the dog out for walk and all that fun stuff. What, what kind of dog do you have? Uh, he's a mix. He's a Jack Russell mix. He's a, he's a tripod. He's only got three legs What? and he's, he's, Gangster. he's a keto pup. He's, you a know keto he's got pup. some stories. He has his own Instagram, scoot the keto pup. Scoot the keto <laughs> pup. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. And for those language apps, you said it was Babbel and Duolingo. Duolingo. Yep. Nice, man. What have you eaten in the past 24 hours? 
Uh, so in the past 24 hours, I just had a salad with brisket on it. Um, I just had a salad with brisket on it and a little bit of Parmesan cheese. And last night I actually had some stir fry with beef, uh, chicken, palmini, uh, have you, like palminis. I'm, I'm obsessed with it right now. What is um, it? So it's basically, it's the closest thing to pasta I've found yet. Um, I've tried the shirataki noodles and people that have tried the shirataki noodles, they're like, yeah, I know I have to wash them because they smell there's like a smell with shirataki noodles. Um, and you have to wash them pretty thoroughly, but there's, there's this thing called palmini and it's basically hearts of palm, which are just all fiber and they're cut into strings, but it's the closest thing to pasta I've ever gotten. Whoa, this could be life changing. My mom eats it. That's what that tells you a lot. She eats it. Is there a brand you like of this keto pasta? I think I think the name of the brand is Palmini. I, oh, like if nice. you search Palmini on Amazon, I'm pr- I think that's the name of the brand. Um, but it's literally Hearts of Palm strings. And how do you how do you, like what's your favorite way to prepare Palmini? Uh, like last night, sauteed it up um, with some chicken and beef, just kind of like a little stir fry. But I've also had like I'm I love shrimp scampi, so I also did some some palmini, some butter, some garlic, and some shrimp. That's that's a great one as well. I have a feeling this is this is going to be the hit of the episode. Is the palmini pasta? <laughs> the palmini. People are gonna be like, "Thank you! I was hanging on by a thread to this whole keto thing, ready to throw in the towel." That's great. How do you get motivated and stay motivated? Perspective. I, I'm big on it. I think at the end of the day. I'm so full of perspective and gratitude by starting my day with gratitude and finishing with gratitude. I don't have anything else other than to be motivated. Like I always say this to people, I woke up today and someone else didn't like, it would be a smack in someone's face to not take that opportunity and run with it and capitalize on everything we're trying to accomplish every single day. Yeah, man, this in December, my brother and I, my brother's uh, on Instagram at the wave in the ocean, I think something like that my brother, Nick, and we were talking and just discussing mission and vision and purpose and those things. And he said, if you knew for certain that you were going to die on December 31st, 2019, and there was no amount of money you could make in order to buy a cure, how would you live this year? And that was a hard place to even allow my mind to go to like, think, okay, you're for sure, 100% going to die. What do you do? But I've been doing so many things with a sense of purpose, passion, and urgency that I wasn't doing prior to allowing myself to go there. And prior to my brother asking me that question. 
That's power. I'm, I got chills just, just thinking about that, man. I, I, I really like that. And I think, um, one of the biggest things that people do is they get so hung up on the past. They get, they get, they push too far out into the future and they delay, they delay, they delay, they delay. And they're like, Oh, I can do that then. Oh, I'll just wait and do that. And, uh, one of the best documentaries I've ever come across in my, in my life is a documentary called be here now. I literally, it's going to be the, it's, it's, I don't, you've seen it. It's, it's going to be right. Unbelievable. And it's all about being present in the moment because you never know what could come up. And then at that moment, when tragedy strikes, that's when you are just flooded with all this regret and you're like, damn, what just happened? Like, why didn't I, why, why wasn't I present? Like when I'm with my friends or with, um, with my family, like, oh, I'm on my phone all the time and I'm not really with my family. I'm just there physically. Am I actually being present in relationships? Am I actually being present in meetings? Am I actually being present with my team or loved one or whoever I'm with? Or am I just physically there? And that's kind of been a complete mind change for me every time I'm, I'm around people. I am loving awareness. I love that affirmation. You see him there, even after his body, you know, after he's had the heart attack and said, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish the, the, the physical implications of a heart attack on anyone, but the peace that comes with a heart attack, I wish for everyone. And it's a pretty cool documentary. Be here now with Ram Das. um, great recommendation from Ryan. And then Oddly enough, to bring things not full circle, but little loop back, my brother's Christmas present to me was Be Love Now, Ram Dass's oh, book. Yeah. yeah, and I've got Be Here Now next next to my bed at night with the uh, Vertelis Chapters journal. It's another one of these journals, but I like it. I ran nice. before bed. Nice, man. Well, Ryan, this has been fantastic, dude. Thank you for hanging out. For our listeners that want to stay up to date with projects you're working on and, and everything else amazing in the ketogenic space, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, definitely Instagram. It's Ryan P. Lowry. Um, a lot of times people think it's Ryan Plowry. They always think, no, but <laughs> my middle name is Patrick. Oh, I should have did that. Figures. And then on uh on Facebook it's Dr. Ryan Lowry. And uh our website's ketogenic.com. Always posting new stuff on there. Uh always post anything keto related will certainly be on there. And then our research is theaspi.com kind of and on Instagram it's the ASPI to kind of see some of the athletes or high-level individuals we're working with, like Tony Robbins and those types of guys are all all over that. Nice. Love it, guys. Head over to ketogenic.com to stay up to date with everything amazing in the world of Dr. Ryan P. Lowry. We're going to put the links to the Prove It Ketones that Ryan and I take and everything else in the show notes. So look out for that. And this has been Dr. Ryan P. Lowry and Anthony DiClemente and the Biohacking Secrets team reminding you guys, don't treat the symptoms, find the root cause, and you too can have a life of superhuman health. Thanks for listening. Take care. I'll talk to you soon.
This episode of the Biohacking Secret Show is also brought to you by the Organifi Biohacker Bundle. Organifi makes the best-selling greens juice on the market, but they also make an incredible gold juice that I drink almost every night before bed, a red juice that's loaded with antioxidants and phytonutrients, and a really delicious vegan protein. So we created the Biohacker Bundle as a way for you to get all of their best-selling products the same way that I take them on a daily basis. I do the greens in the morning, I do the red in the afternoon as a little pick-me-up, I use the protein post-workout, and I do the gold at night before bed to help wind down and decrease inflammation from the day so that I feel more cool, calm, and collected going into a deep, restful night's sleep. I love the Biohacker Bundle. It's a, It's been a game changer for me, and if you guys want to check it out, we've hooked you up with a nice discount on all of those products. To get it, you go to Organifi.com forward slash biohacks. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash biohacks now. 